Let's start. This is our first episode. And, you know, uh, Ibube, are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Hi there. Okay. So, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I mean, I've got doing it like doing it is actually recording your own podcast is such a new experience and a different one from just listening so i guess i'll just give the rundown on what we'll be talking about today so we're going to start with microsoft's xbox series x and the what we think is the grander strategy behind it then we're going to go over sony's domination of the console market while also talking about their last event then we might wade into the waters of pc gaming with some light commentary on nvidia's new graphics cards that's cool with you yeah that's good yeah that's good okay so let's start with the series x series s which was uh announced i think like last week yeah last week actually was leaked like the day announced all so they just the had to hackers. let the cards out of the bag what do you say i said all hail the mighty hackers who did us the favor mm, i guess with each passing year it gets harder to like completely bottle up information so it was bound to happen at some point because both microsoft and sony have been like you know been a bit less forthcoming this generation with details about their console although microsoft is much much better but yeah to me the series s is basically like i think the value proposition is really good to start with like the fact that the console is only targeting hd and 1440p is it's quite smart actually because although 4k is in with each passing year is getting more popular like the vast majority of people myself included still use 1080p tvs so like when these big console manufacturers tout or boast about 4k to me it's just like well that must be nice but i'm not going to really experience that anytime soon what do you think same here and i even feel like this entire generation could go by without 4k being experienced by most people because although you have those enthusiast gamers who are now going out to get 4k tvs deliberately for these consoles you still have a lot of people who have 1080p tvs that aren't bad at all and they see no problem gaming there for the next four or five years and i even watched a video recently about where a guy was looking at tvs across the market and i came to realize that there isn't really any tv out there right now that can express the full potentials of what these consoles are offering us because they are claiming to do up to 4k and also output 8k at 120 frames per second 
to do that you need hdmi 2 which is something that just came into the market as of 2019 and with hdmi mm -hmm. yeah and so most people that got tvs early last year downward don't have hdmi 2 and your tv probably isn't going to do 120 hertz 120 frames per second so. yeah that that is really just a, a pipe dream for like the general market maybe like the tiny percentage of enthusiast gamers who have who shell out for like monitors or stuff like that that can get those kind of high refresh rates maybe that's who they're targeting but for most people 1080p 60 yep yep that's how it's gonna be so i think the to me the series s is the overall winner of this entire generation of consoles not in terms of sales but in terms of value proposition and let's get to the elephant in the room which is game pass like to be honest although i play on playstation and nintendo for me Game Pass is looking like such a deal right now. Like when when you couple it with the fact that game prices are going up, like they are rumble they are rumblings. Well, not actually rumblings anymore, but like for some of Sony's next gen games, like uh, Spider Man, Miles Morales, um, Destruction All Stars. I think I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me. Yeah, that, that one's. But, like, yeah, that one. It's going to be $70. Like $70. Like a lot of these games are now $70. And just wait, this is going to trickle down to all the publishers. So like $70, that, that is money that honestly speaking, I don't have. I can't, I can't keep shelling out for like each new release. So with Game Pass, it's basically like Netflix where I'm sure they, I think like going through the, the selection of games a lot of them look mid to me but the fact that they are free like it's free with the subscription it's like nothing beats free to me yeah nothing beats that um as of today i am already planning my next few purchases on my next gen console so looking at that 70 dollars price i said I'm going to buy Call of Duty. I'm going to buy Cyberpunk. That's already $140. That's like after buying those two for some time, I'm not going to buy any new game. And that's where something like Game Pass comes in handy because with Game Pass, you can go almost an entire year without buying any new games. And for example, if you're on the Xbox side of things, I give them tremendous congratulations for being able to get their ips to be on game pass day one like that's not something that's easy and the fact that they're going and to, to be, be honest one... i don't even think it's cost effective for them to do that but that's i don't think that's a conversation us as consumers should be having i mean that's yeah. for the developers and publishers to figure out but yeah continue yeah, so Game Pass is the biggest thing in general going into this next generation for me. And that's why 
for the vast majority of things i'm tending towards the xbox side and i waited for playstation to announce something that would somewhat rival it even in the slightest sense and mm, they didn't really do that the closest thing we saw was the playstation collections which we will talk about when we get to the playstation events yeah and even like you know now like with game pass you then have game pass ultimate which gives you access i think to xbox xbox's game streaming service project x cloud and to me that is like i saw this clip of this uh, dude on twitter who was basically playing i forgot the game he was playing but i think it was gears i'm not sure but he was playing it on his samsung galaxy note 20 and look i'm i'm sold on it like to me this is the future in like five ten years like when internet speeds like globally really like become more like dependable i i don't see why you would have to pick up a physical console and have yourself locked down to that like what i see is basically any internet connected device you just sign in into your gaming account you start playing if you have data or wi-fi oh i agree with you i think in um x cloud is really something that is going to catch on in a couple of years with internet speeds getting better 5g becoming the norm right now people aren't talking about x cloud that much because i mean corona quarantined a lot of people are at home so there isn't necessarily a reason to pick up a mobile device to mm-hmm. game when you're right beside your console but when that time comes it's going to be necessary and we had the whole argument about apple not wanting xcloud and the other streaming services being on their platform but even someone as stand officials apple has come to realize that xcloud is the future so i recently read that apple is taking an unconventional approach to easing xcloud into the app store so you're going to have the xcloud app and this is going to be stressful but all the games would have individual apps that you then download to stream the games because of apple's weird regulatory yeah i feel that's even going to change that's probably just now but like i think as the as the cloud gaming ecosystem matures i think apple will ease up on that a bit because like i mean it'll just look it'll just seem antiquated to most people but i mean i may be wrong but that's just yeah think think about when you have apple dropping ipads that have chips with crazy performance the ipad pro for example right now the 2020 version builds up to 120 frames per second that ipad has been put side by side with the ps4 and the xbox one x playing a game like fortnite and you'd be surprised at how well it performs so like xcloud is a real opportunity to even push forward the con the device and sell it more for them so yeah everyone will have to hop mm-hmm. on that xcloud wave because it's the future because i know this is a tangent but 
I think part of the reason why Apple doesn't want to allow stuff like xCloud and Google Stadia is because they have their mobile business with uh, Apple Arcade and they make a lot of money from mobile games. But to be honest, mobile games are kind of crap. Like, they're really just um, ways to just make money. Like, there's little art in them. There's little passion. But, I mean, they have they have um but there are a few indie games i've seen that are like pretty good but like most are just you know like the candy low level purchases and ads all over ads like come on but yeah okay so now let's move on to sony's playstation damn this the last seven years have just been in Olamide's words yeah I think it was Olamide who said this hit after hit and like with Sony's exclusive IPs from The Last of Us Part 2 to God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, Persona 5, Uncharted 4 like Horizon Zero Infamous Dawn, like Sony literally didn't let up they did I said infamous Spider-Man. Man, some like, of hit some after of Sony's hit. IPs actually outsold a good number of third-party games that were released on both um, the PlayStation, the Xbox, and PC. So imagine that a game released on just the PlayStation sells more copies than games that were released on all platforms. That's wild like i think and it's basically and you know how most of them are like single player like their financial success is basically um a big what's the word like an f you to the to the naysayers who said single player games are done everything is multiplayer because you know how everything is becoming every game is becoming like like having a multiplayer component for Fortnite, you have Cod Warzone, so many things. Because frankly, it makes a lot of money. So basically, why not? Why why do we still need single player experiences? But the, the truth is that the mar- there's still a market for these kind of big budget narrative set piece kind of games. If you ask me, and Sony yeah, gets they have that a really big market. I know Bear Man's who went out and got PS4s just to play. Marvel Spider-Man alone. <laughs> it's crazy. And of course, like there's this conversation that so- is sometimes ha- had where it's like, is Sony anti-consumer for that? Because like they like aside Marvel Spider-Man, which is such a big legendary IP, they've had so many third like well third party like partnerships and stuff. And it's crazy because, like, especially with COD, like, for example, the most recent um, COD yeah. game, yeah, um, cool. Cold War, like, the alpha is only playable on PlayStation yep. 4. And, Basically, yeah, PlayStation players are, like, first-class citizens. They get access to most things first. Even for downloads, like, for example, I remember when the last Warzone download came out, the PlayStation 
download updates rather was significantly um how do i put it here the memory it was significantly but less bulky than the xbox counterpart so like things are generally optimized for playstation so it's the premium platform to game and i think it goes back to sony's messaging from 2013 where it was literally like while like microsoft had advertised the xbox as this all-in-one entertainment box that of the future that could literally do anything you watch your tv on it you you like just do anything on it with sony it's just like look this is the playstation 4 it plays games and when microsoft was like oh you can't like get used games i have to go online like once every day sony just came out with that legend did you see that video where like the two executives were like this is how you um give a friend a game on playstation and the guy just passed them the the case like that was a mic drop moment Mm -hmm. it was so funny so it's it's that simplicity that has really catapulted the playstation 4 to what's it now i think over a hundred million units having been sold about the only thing i would say against this sony people is the dual sense versus the dual shock like xbox has been telling this anti-consumer narrative and for the most part most of it has been trash like their points weren't valid but for that one i'd say yeah they have a point i get that for the most part that consoles usually come out with new um controllers and the compatibility with the old one nah. but like this time around there was really no reason to cut off the dual shock compatibility the way they did because for example bluetooth technology hasn't really changed much in years and i'm pretty sure there's a single switch somewhere that they could just flick to allow dual shock be compatible with the ps5 but the way they did it is even insulting to say that oh you can play your ps4 games here but ps5 games can't work i mean i get that they have this quirky functionalities with the whole dual sense and adaptive triggers haptic feedback that would be in some games but for example most 30 third party games aren't going to feature those things that much and they could have done without it like it's fine if you could say that some games would play only with the dual sense but like sometimes if you just want to play call of duty for example and you have someone over and you want to play multiplayer and your dual shock pads from your ps4 are just sitting around there it would have made sense for you to be able to just hook it up and play yeah uh, yeah, I actually agree with you. And I, I checked the price of the DualSense controller and it's also like $70. So that's another steep investment. So I'm, I I just hope, well, maybe I shouldn't hope, but sometimes I wish that, hopefully, well, I said I wouldn't hope, that Sony backtracks of that a bit. But we'll see, we'll yeah. see. 
So the PlayStation event that happened on the 16th of September, to me, it was really underwhelming. I watched it the first time. At first, I was hyped. But then I really thought about it and I was like, it, it wasn't, it didn't land for me. It was, it was okay. I mean, we saw the games we expected to see. We saw Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales. We saw Demon Souls. To me, that Harry Potter game was a highlight. Like that, that actually looked crazy. Then what else I'm, I'm sure you can fill it in when you're about to speak but the final the last thing that they showed god of war that that just instantly like if i was if i wasn't going to buy the ps5 before i was definitely going to buy it now when i saw god of war what other games did they show because my memory is a bit fuzzy on it but those are the main ones i uh, really paid up attention there was to. also the demon souls remake and for people who are yeah, said that. said that yeah that's about it personally I also agree with you I don't think events was as effective as it should have been so for example if you have people who were indecisive and were really banking on this event to help them make the decision and lean towards the playstation side this event didn't do that it just the aside yeah, yeah. It just showed i mean most people know that but yeah sony is good with the exclusives and first parties so showing us gameplay obviously we know their games are going to be good but like what else like sony has hidden a lot from us so far and i expected this event to be more revealing like for example we still don't know what the user interface of the ps5 looks like up till now and so people have already pre-ordered like wow but one other bright spot that i i saw i i really loved the idea of the ps plus collection uh, mm, i like the idea but it felt to me like uh how left it a desperate move because of what the months my game pass has um they just had to respond to that in whatever way they could and that was what the playstation collection was but again i will praise them for it do you know why because after what? i buy my cyberpunk and i buy my call of duty playstation plus collections is what's going to hold me till i'm able to buy more games and and i appreciate that <laughs> I can't. Like, if you play all the games there, I think you'll be good for like a year, a year or even more. more. Like, because there's a lot of good, there's there's a lot of good stuff there. And what I like about it, like with Horizon, God of War, Monster Hunter World, Battlefield, like it's high quality stuff. It's really curated. Yeah, that's what I like. So, like, you're not getting any kind of filler content or just throwaway games. Everything is quality, which makes the value the value for the PlayStation Plus subscription subscription even higher. I can higher. go as far as to say that the PlayStation Collection has the same, or possibly even more, AAA games than the entire Game Pass that has over, that has over 100 games. 
But that's fine. That's Facts. Fine. <laughs> Facts. But now let's go on to the bad. Sony needs to stop the mixed messaging. Because I remember a few months back, they were like, okay, we believe in generations. And this was kind of counter to what Microsoft said, where they're like, okay, our games are going to work on Xbox, like Xbox One is going to be supported for at least two more years. Then we saw Halo. And yeah, that looked like rubbish. And, you know, a lot of internet commentators were like, okay, maybe Microsoft should backtrack on the Xbox One support because thinking about this, like, seven-year-old hardware and, I mean, you're trying to push this next-gen game with, like, advanced graphics and all that. And it didn't look impressive at all. And so I'm worried with PlayStation because, you know, it came out that Horizon Forbidden West and Spider-Man Miles Morales are going to be on PS4. I mean, Miles Morales, the gameplay looks good, but, like, I'm scared that the design and the ideas that would have been put forth in the game are going to now have to be, like, scaled back because it also has to run on the PS4. But some executives have said, at least one executive i think it was jim ryan who was like oh it's going um these games are being built built for the ps5 so fingers mm. crossed but yeah, looking at the way crossed. the games look now i'm i don't I what do you say it's a big fat lie spider-man Mars morales and horizon are ps4 games that have patch upgrades for ps5 that's basically what it is yeah, and what I'm looking for are, like, new gameplay experiences. But I do, I think all we're really going to get is probably just higher frame rates on PS5 versions and prettier graphics with ray tracing, which is fine, which would be fun, but, I mean, it's not really doing anything new. Mm, what is going to get? But this is all speculation. Mm, I mean, I think it's close to the truth. That all I'm going to get from the PS5 versions of this game is 40 and 60 frames per second. Because, yeah, that's how it is. Like, there's no way they can optimize these games for the PS5. The advantages of these super fast SSDs for loading and then it would still be disgusting. Jaguar systems. The Jaguar CPU, yeah. yeah. But... And, and the other thing is that the, uh, I think it was the, the game, yeah, like, for Spider-Man Miles Morales, the Ultimate Edition comes with Spider-Man PS4 remastered for PS5. And what is irritating me is that I don't think they have confirmed if Spider-Man PS4, like, the one currently on PS4, is going to be backwards compatible on PS5 as a free upgrade. And if I have to pay for the ultimate edition of Miles Morales, I'll just be really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing that the Xbox has over them. Because more games on Xbox have smart delivery. So like once you buy it on your One X, One S, you have it like that on your TVs X or S. But while for Sony, there's still a number of games that people are going to be having to upgrade to get the PS5 versions. 
like I'm I'm sensing a lot of greed on Sony's part but I mean that's down that so on the PC side of things so Nvidia's cards have launched and all I really have to say is that I yeah they look cool they look they look good I actually watched the press Ooh. conference and what I'm happy about is that it seems that with each passing year 4K gaming and ray tracing is getting more accessible to the masses and yeah I'm happy about that with like the RTX 3080 card and stuff like that so for you PC gamers out there good mm-hmm. for you but for now I'll be sticking yeah, with the console yeah, what did you I think? agree with that the RTX 80 specifically I think it's a really good card. The upgrade between this and the last gen cards are significant and I applaud them for that. You have people like their competitors, AMD and aren't necessarily putting in the same amount of work that you is putting in. So you have to give them their props for that. Oh by the way, the NVIDIA launch for the card was an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah, even the PS5 as well. But you yeah, know, I mean, there are already some some scalpers who are selling these cards for like as much as as uh, eighty thousand dollars, which is preposterous. Well, personally, I even though the PS5 launch was a mess, I think it was and is still going to be better than the Xbox launch because. As much as it took people unawares and people started running around trying to secure themselves with PS5, most people was a good number of people were still able to get because even the scalpers they weren't ready, their bots were not ready to go out for them. But with the Xbox launch for the pre-orders, there's an exact date and time. So these scalpers are ready, their bots are going to be ready, so it's even going to be harder to get on xbox in my opinion (laughs) yeah me too i think so but there's just one thing i want to say about what you said about amd i think amd has really put nvidia to like the fire and probably like the low end at least from what i've read because i think their gpus are better like their cheaper gpus that compete with nvidia's cheaper gpus like have a better performance than Nvidia Zone, but it's just like in the high end. I think that's where Nvidia still reigns with 4K and all that. So I think this brings us to the end of the first episode of the Tech with Casuals podcast. And I hope you guys had a good listen. Yeah. It will be any last yeah, words. thanks for everyone who's gonna listen to this. Go out and buy yourself a PS5 or an Xbox. Have fun, get yourself a 4K TV, even though 4K doesn't matter. Turn it TPUE. Good, light speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, later. <laughs>